Nope, I'll wing it. Incoming transmission. Download complete. Hey guys, I just wanted to remind you that I fucked up the audio for these next couple episodes, so I apologize. Hi, welcome to the broadcast show after tournament report. Tonight we have with us Dan Powell, who got first place, going 3-0 with 830 points. Dan, can you please go over your build with us, what you played on your main course, your sideline, maps, and objects, and can you tell us about the special caveat you had with your team? I played Thanos, Sprite 021, Molecule Man, Star Sapphire, Collector, The Chase from Disney Plus, Cloak of Levitation, and Aunt Petunia's House. That was the main force. No light objects, I will note, uh, besides the cloak. Uh, um, Sideline, Destroyer. It was basically it. I had the Sentinels and the Scroll Spies on there, but I had yet to roll for either of them. And then Maps was the Aunt Petunia's House, Iron Man's Workshop, and Realm of Death. And this caveat, you said. Uh, so the caveat is um, Thanos is now on the watch list. Thanos has been complained about, memed about, lots of memes and complaints. So he ended up on the watch list, I think. The caveat was I played both of the options from PJ Boland's poll in Critical Clicks, which was Thanos is a non-standard character, and Thanos only gets his improved targeting during his mind control. So what was the focus of the team? What were you, what was the game plan? Uh, why did you build up the way that you did uh, for it all to come together? So... Um, you know, I have to thank, thank Jay Solomon for kind of coming up with the core of the team. We had talked about it a little bit. Um, and then just this week I had switched the Latveria map bonus over to the Aunt Petunia's, uh, map bonus. So yeah, the, uh, yeah, the collector, I think the big thing is that when Thanos mind controls, your opponent's figures get plus one damage. Now that's probably the big thing for me now, not for not. Uh, Thanos gets plus one damage. That helps him out a lot. Molecule Man gets plus, he gets to go to two, which is not insignificant. Uh, and then like Star Sapphire's uh, a big threat with three and like Sprite's a decent threat with three. So those things are like, just damage bumps are huge, right? Power Gem retires. You can't perplex damage for the past 14 months or so. So just damage bump becomes really powerful. Collector's two damage. If your destroyer gets to come in, he can potentially be seven damage close. Yeah, seven damage. Close combat expert, the collector trade in an object. He can do seven, uh, which is pretty huge. And then he's side blasting for five. And like, just the thing is, is like, and maybe this is not directly answering to your question, Brad, but I would just say mind control has been very big since 2017. I think, I think a lot of folks often forget or maybe they don't keep it in the back of their mind. Like, I played Starro a lot. Starro had mind control. I played Uni a lot. Uni had top-down mind control. Even Adam, who I played in the third round, right, whenever you had Cersei at 300-point Uni, or 295 or whatever he ended up being, 
you could pick mind control and just move opponents' characters away and make them attack each other and not even engage to get rid of the Colossal Retaliator so that you could act with your own piece without having to have like a Surter with like Surter Joker gas come out your full point uni sort of craziness. And of course, mind control is free, is, is super powerful, right? I get the extra powerfulness that provides, but... I mean, I've went so many rounds throughout the past five years, almost nearly five years with just mind controlling powerful pieces. And now that you get Cyblast, Post Combat Expert, Exploit, all of these crazy cool additional powers stacked on top of it, it's, it's just even wilder than it ever has been. Rookie gets four damage. So like he can KO his rookie or his commissioner friend and put damage on something else you know there's just there's just all kinds of good options um yeah so i mean it's just mind control is really strong and plus you get to reposition so like i think just people just inherently dislike it and it's for good reason right mind control you get to use the good powers and you just get to disrupt formation right like the sakarian iron man gets to move seven squares and then he has an eight range most of the time after he gets his objects and stuff right um but uh so i mean that's just a huge formation disruptor i honestly forgot what i asked him uh with how he played tonight is this a enough of a fix for thanos or does he need more so i, I think here's the thing right is that if 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 you just stripped away his mind gem right i mean it, the only so I think the only way that the masses will be happy is if he's fixed, quote unquote, fixed into oblivion. Because here's the thing: you just take away his mind gym, right? Just forget the mind gym for a moment, right? Thanos can just always pick time. So you've got an eleven click figure that reduces penetrating damage, you know, that has invulnerability that can have roll super senses. Then if you do manage to damage him a little bit, then he can soul gym for free or regen for free, and then heal off of an attack. And I think, so I think the only way that the masses will be happy is if he just obliviate, he's just knocked into oblivion, right? They remove all of his free stuff, um, that sort of thing. I mean, I think that people, folks will see the caveat when you do your thing tonight. I'm sure that this comes out after you do your post. I mean, but the, yeah, but, but like, but sorry, I was just say like, my main thing was, is I did get to use my control as free. That, that made a big difference, right? Thanks, Dan, for giving some of the insight about the, the potential fix for Thanos. Can you go over what you think might be some good matchups or bad matchups for Thanos on this particular build? I mean, the bad matchup is kind of always, is right now, is just anything that pumps out a lot of attacks, right? Which, like, a lot of things do. But, like, specifically, like, you have to really try to outplay and outposition the Scarlet Witch and the Agatha. Right. So I don't. I think what a lot of people aren't prepared to talk about or don't want to address because Thanos is just such a big bad is that hypermobility in a 4x4 four four map is super broken in and of itself, right? Because Heroclix is, I think, you know, fundamentally designed around the, what is it, 16 by 24 with a two-square starting area, right? So 4x4s, four four, TK is only designed as a six-square power whenever you're bumping that to eight. It's designed as a power action. Whenever you give it to somebody that can do it for free, not only can't do the eight for free, but like you got Venom Mags, you've got the Flash, who are hyper mobilizing 
very powerful pieces that and then Agatha can then boop herself. Um, you know, I don't think folks are ready to say, hey, this these four by four maps are bad. These hyper free TKs are inherently bad because they turn turn well well like what Tyler was doing tonight. I mean, I know you're gonna to talk to him. I it turned zero, right? You could potentially just uh, be super hampered turn zero, but I won't so I won't spoil that any further for uh, your later interview. Yeah, it makes it really super hard. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't think that it would have been, like, such a big deal. Uh, Thanos wouldn't have been such a big deal if it hadn't been for Realm of Death. And I get that he's thematic. You know, that came out with the Guardians, the Galactic Guardians set, and that was a thing when, you know, that was the Thanos throne or whatever. I think that was about the same time. And, but, like, Realm of Death exacerbated Thanos stuff. Yeah, I don't... I don't think I don't think that data mine is as bad uh, for the opponent as Realm of Death. Right, and that, I think that's a big thing, Brad, is that um, specifically with the condition, quote unquote, condition that we played based on PJ's poll, because um, we have no idea what Whiskers might do. Um, so it's just a shot in the dark uh, at this point. But um, I think what that what what's important in that situation is. Um, you have to play Thanos safely. And I already have, you know, for me personally, right? So you got to remember the pilot has something to do with it. I played Uni successfully throughout his whole entire run in Modern. But I also, but I also had the resolve, let's call it that, the resolve to play Uni defensively. You, you have to be, you have to be aware that picking time is more valuable than picking mind based on what your opponent can do the next turn. Right. And if you only get the one gym, right, sometimes you just have to pick time and pass. Right. Or move. Sometimes time, time, reposition, you know, Thanos flies. Get him the heck out of there. Is this a team that you player or experience player can just pick up and play or do you need practice? So this specific team that I played tonight, Brad? Okay, so I would say this specific team that I played tonight is not as uh, new guy friendly as the Spider Thanos versions. I would say like a more veteran competitive player, right, could pick up this version of Thanos, right? But like a, a newer player or even a veteran casual player, um, the Spider the spider thanos teams are a tad bit more forgiving hey y'all i just want to apologize for the audio in this interview uh if it was confusing for you with daniel jumping back and forth with some questions that he answered the audio from our microphone had cut out for a few of these interviews and so i uh, just had to skip some parts because i forgot what i asked Thank you, Dan, for going over your team and helping us insight about uh, how to play it. Uh, can you go over round one uh, with, with your match? You played Brandon Lambert with a Brotherhood team. No, I got it. It was Chase A, um, Juggernaut at 100, Super Rare Mystique at 105, and the Retail Magneto, the one that's left at 25 points. No Eclipse or nothing. So. Yeah, House of X, yeah, yeah. You know, I won map. I played all three matches tonight on Iron Man's Workshop. 
Um, so, you know, he didn't really have a lot of TK. He was reviving Juggernaut. Um, so, like, the crux of that matchup came down to um, I just kept tagging his Juggernaut, and then he colossal stamina missed with his Juggernaut to KO it. Um, and then I got rid of Mystique and um, just didn't have enough time to KO Chase A. Um, oddly enough, uh, if uh, Tyler does listen to this, he should play his own piece that he designed. Um, jugger jugger juggernaut reducing penetrating damage and having a four five, um, the the four five imperv on his last click. A juggernaut can be super hard to chew through. Um, so no, like, was it easy? No. Was it straightforward? Yes. Right, because I had to mind control the back line, right? keep them pushed away and then juggernaut's going to be in my face so just all of my dudes just have to start trying to whittle through him so and that's not necessarily easy yeah yeah it's, it's straightforward but it's not easy you know what i mean right yeah and then so i would say the big thing was is that molecule man smoke uh and the negative one attack made a big difference thanks dan uh next round you played against jack Pashley, another on the national player can you go over his build and your match with uh, this round? No, Jack played, uh, and I played Jack uh, two weeks ago, maybe three. Um, right, yeah, and he beat me. Um, so it was my rematch. Uh, he won map last time. I won map this time, played on Iron Man's Workshop. Uh, he was playing uh, Agatha uh, at 100 uh, with the Darkhold, of course. Uh, Doom the Annihilating Conqueror to bring her on to Latveria. Uh, then he was playing Bishop Prime, and then the two Flashes, one Charge, one TK, Molecule Man, and then the Cloak of Levitation. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, Doom 67, yeah. So, um, of course, I won Matt, so his first turn he equipped and uh, vooped Agatha out to make the rune and made Shard. He did leave me a line open for the Mind Control, because I can get five away, uh, and I got space and I had space time in mind. So I had a good gym roll turn two. Uh, so I was able to TK space, mind control is Agatha. He missed the senses, right? It was just a 50-50 or not a, well, not a 50-50 technically. Uh, my, my joke is it's a 50-50 because right, either you hit it or you didn't. Um, so she missed her senses. I moved her into her team. She dual target. Uh, side blasted Doom 67 for five because Flash made his super senses. Um, and then I just flew Thanos back and barriered in. Uh, so he sent over his charge flash, KO'd my Molecule Man, uh, and then my collector KO'd his flash. So we were tied back again. Um, Agatha vooped over, TK'd vooped around over. Uh, attempted to mind control my Thanos and my Collector, and they both super sensed out. I mind con uh, outwitted her senses, mind controlled Agatha, uh, punched her for five, uh, and then Star Sapphire shot her for three, uh, KOing Agatha. And at that point, it was only Doom 67 left and Bishop, and so it was kind of clean up from there. So. so last time he won map, and I engaged with Bishop incorrectly which threw off my pacing one turn, which allowed him to Agatha me. 
our rune marker Mythanos. The opportunity wasn't there to interact with Bishop like there was the first time. So I just interacted with Agatha that I could. Definitely was a lot stricter with my pacing. More of a make him come to me than go over to him. Very cool. All right, so round three played against another really good player, Adam Friedman. Can you go over his match? Adam played Thanos Collector, so that was 200 points. No equips, no map bonuses. And then he played Commissioner at 225. Uh, or sorry, took his build to 225 um and then mary jane watson um for the another 15 points so that took it to 40 and then the remainder of this build was uh x-men and dazzler sorry the x the professor x swap and dazzler dazzler gave shield to mary jane watson because they share celebrity uh, and then he ended up swapping to cypher and egg for his, um, after his swaps. But I think he also had like Venom Mags as a popular option. So it was a 35 point and a 25 point option to swap into. This match just came down to an infinite time game, uh, quote unquote. Uh, I have less points on the board than he does. So I win the matchup by five. So it just depends on how quickly things progress throughout the game. Uh, but uh, I guess, unfortunately for Adam, my turn one, I equipped and passed his turn one. He moved all the way over and put Mary Jane Pogs right next to me. Long and short of it is my Thanos crit hit him for six. My Star Sapphire hit him for three to knock him off of invulnerability. And then my Molecule Man crit hit him again. Uh, he only rolled one gem on the next turn. Um, he soul gemmed and healed only two clicks. So some low variance for him. Uh, the next turn... My Molecule Man, my mo he, he had also punched my Collector uh, for one damage at some point because he broke immunity. I forget how that timing worked out, but maybe it was turn two instead of turn one. But my Collector was on click two because he punched it with a paparazzi. So that next turn, after he'd only healed two, my Collector punched him with a light object for four. Then I mind controlled his collector and the paparazzi to finish off his thing else, and then it was done from there. I mean, he has to engage, right? And it's hard to engage with his back line uh, because of the barrier from Cypher. But yeah, it does make a difference. He has to push the pace on my end. So, But I've only rolled one gem on those two turns with... Uh, no, sorry, I rolled one gem on the power, on the crit hit turn, and then I only had two gems the next turn, so... Yeah, I mean, he had senses. He had senses, but so, like, the extra two clicks of damage, though, was huge because of the crit hits. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I just clicked the button and roll 20, right? The game could have definitely went another way. Being that it's 11.43 at night, I don't, I don't know if I have much commentary on how it could have went differently, but. I understand. I'll let you get out of here. Thanks for doing the interview, and thanks for came, coming out to the tournament tonight, Dan. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on, and thanks for running these, Brad. It's greatly appreciated. All right, thanks everyone for listening, and I apologize for the audio mess up. It's just a couple more episodes that I fucked up on, uh, not recording my microphone. So bear with it if you're able to, or just skip the episodes. And I hope the quality is better next time. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you.
mission complete. <laughs>